0: Hello, everybody. This is Cliff Ravenscraft from familyfromtheheart.com and gspn.tv. You're about ready to listen to episode number 112 of this particular podcast. And I wanted to give you some notes related to the second half of the episode, just in case you start wondering what's going on with the bleeped out name. Basically, we had received a call from one of our listeners who disagreed with our thoughts on higher education that we shared in last week's episode. Now, what we had done is we had played the audio feedback that was left on our listener voicemail feedback hotline. And after playing that, we had responded to her disagreement. Unfortunately, after listening to the episode, she felt like we misrepresented her call. And she requested that I take the episode down as she felt like it was unfair to represent her call in such a way. I've gone back and listened to the episode again in entirety, and it is absolutely important to me, I believe, that we actually leave everything intact as much as possible. But what I have done is I have actually removed any reference to this caller's name, and I've actually taken the original call that was the voicemail feedback, and I've ran it through some software to manipulate the sound so that you can't even tell the sound of this person's voice. So in in no way can it be traced back to any certain individual But I did want to let you know that ahead of time. Stephanie and I sometimes will share our thoughts and opinions that are somewhat maybe counter to the way our culture has always taught us to believe things. And uh, this is a topic that, as you will find out later in this episode, and the reason why this thing's over an hour and 10 minutes in length, that it is a topic that we feel very strongly about. And... With that being said, when you actually do hear the second half of the episode, that is why the audio actually sounds a little bit off when uh, the voicemail is played back and why we've bleeped out any reference to this person's name. But we've done this, you know, really in fairness to her. She did not feel like we represented her well. And I just want to let you guys know that. Uh, But also, I want to let you know to make sure that you understand when you hear Stephanie respond Uh, and say that she feels the certain way she does, Um, she's reacting and sharing the way she feels, not necessarily the way that the caller intended. And we absolutely know 100% that the caller did not intend to, to come off sounding the way that we personally felt the the call sounded as far as the wording and stuff so well if that's not going to get you to listen to the second half of this episode i don't know what will but anyway we just want to say thank you for subscribing to family from the heart and here's episode number 112 right now
1: hi this is paul young author of the shack and you're listening to cliff and stephanie and family from the heart
2: entertaining educational and encouraging content that makes a difference
0: this is gspn.tv
3: Join
0: the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
4: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
0: We're here each and every week, my friends, to share with you the latest of what's going on in the lives of the Ravenscraft household hopefully in a way that is entertaining, encouraging, inspirational, and maybe even educational. And of course, we also bring up all kinds of different crazy ideas that we have going through our heads and topics and stuff like that. And Stephanie, this week is no different. In fact, I think we have a full show of all kinds of different things to discuss. Awesome. Now, uh, one of the things that I noticed this week, Stephanie, is that our good friend, Carol, who does our weekly update yes. over at gspn.tv slash blog. Uh, if you guys have never checked it out, you should go check it out. She, does a, she spends every week uh, putting together a list of all the shows that we produce and kind of just puts a little blog together so people know what's going on because not everybody subscribes to everything. And occasionally that leads to people saying, hey, I should check that episode of that show out. Anyway, she put a little note on the blog this week that says this. Okay. He says, so fellow GSPN listeners, it is revealed in Family from the Heart episode that there is like that there likely exists a photo of Cliff doing the YMCA from his wedding day. <laughs> Don't you think he owes it to us, his loyal and steadfast fans to post that picture? And while he's at it, why don't don't we all want to see Cliff and Stephanie's wedding photo too? Tell Cliff and Stephanie you want to see those photos.
4: <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Is so that it? That that's what I wanted to share. Okay. So I'll tell you what. If we get They
4: should be upstairs. I mean, if
0: we get if we get some voicemails this week that have <laughs> suggested topics. Suggested topics uh, for things for us to discuss in Family from the Heart and just a little quick mention of we want to see the photos. Then next week I will make sure okay. to respond to those audio see, feedbacks. See, I would have
4: just given it to to Carol. I, I wouldn't even have said <laughs> if I'm like, yeah, I would have just given it. Well, to Well, we want to
0: know if people really do want to hear. I her, think that they or do, or to see it. So,
4: and even if nobody else does, Carol does.
0: All right, so the, we'll we'll do it either. Maybe way. she'll
4: get an email. Fine, she'll get a special email just for her.
0: All right, well we gotta we gotta pull. They those should be pictures upstairs.
4: Down. They they should. Um, both wedding albums are. And when I say both, I mean the one that he put together for us, and the one of the proofs are, right upstairs, and
0: we'll have to scan. It should those be in the and proofs. And put them. Yeah, out we,
4: we didn't. We didn't pay for that picture <laughs> of the YMCA.
0: I know. Exactly. We we didn't
4: get that blown up in the big.
0: No. Yeah. Anyway, so it seems that we're gonna do this, even if you don't call, but you even should call. If you don't. You should call with topics, and thoughts, and comments, and feedback for family from the heart, and because we run out
4: of things to say,
0: we do at times. Uh, and the phone number for you to call, of course, is 859 795 4067.
4: That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> when do you ever run out of something different? There
0: is sometimes it, it, it. it's a stretch, you know? I mean,
4: I feel like I say the same things all the time anyway.
0: The only t- thing you ever say the same, t- the same is thing is that o- I
4: say the same thing all exactly. the time. Right. That's the only thing
0: that's ever the same. Yeah. But, but that's
4: how I feel. I I'm, know. I'm just I, trying to I, express my feelings. And. There it's, are no other words. Than a podcast to say.
0: is not the place to come express your feelings. But
4: I'm then just, what am I doing?
0: I'm just kidding. No, seriously. I I feel that way all the time because I record so many different shows. Did somebody
4: record over here?
0: Uh, I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I moved it to clean yesterday.
4: Okay. So, but I sound different. You wouldn't have touched anything. Like I sound different to myself. It's
0: probably all sounds different because I had unhooked everything to take it oh. to the lo- live lost party. Do, do you need to be louder? No,
4: no, it's fine. It's uh-huh. just sounds more like me than than what the, you're than used to? the recorded me. Right. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm a little whiny, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Moving right along.
4: (laughs) It's just this isn't how I normally sound in the headphones to myself. All right. And um, but I I can deal with it. It's it's not wrong or funky or anything. It's just different.
0: All right. Well, anyway, we got some audio feedback uh, related. Actually, we have audio and email feedback related to the topic of us moving and we're gonna gonna start off with Pam's email uh voicemail that she called in this
4: is funny because we just talked about this this weekend Mm -hmm. I mean so we can kind of tie that all in together
0: we can
4: isn't
1: that cool
0: it is it's almost as though there might be of a plan for this episode (laughs) even a roadmap (laughs) all right here we go
1: Hi, this is Pam calling from Washington State, and I'm leaving a message for Family from the Heart. Um, it was a, a week or two ago, I think that you and Stephanie were discussing your desire to move and, uh, you know, sell your house and move and uproot your family and everything, and, and Cliff was having apprehensions, second thoughts about the move, and... Um, It sounded like Stephanie was on one page and Cliff was on another. So I just wanted to call and encourage you and tell you, um, been there, done that. And I know I've called and said this before, but I'm just encouraging you to continue to talk about it and pray about it. And, you know, maybe you'll both end up on the same page. We were about the same age as you are in our early to mid-30s. Our kids were about the same age. They were 4 and 10 years old. And we sold our house and moved to an island that was three hours away from our hometown where all our family was, and an additional hour ferry ride. So we were on an island that was quite isolated, but um, we were both on the same page. We knew it was the right thing to do at the right time, and um, we were both apprehensive and very excited, and it ended up being one of the best things we've ever done in our life. Um We were there for seven years. We ended up moving back to our hometown after the seven years for uh, a variety of reasons I won't go into now, but um, we thoroughly enjoyed it. It, We still think of it as home. Uh, In fact, I'm I'm gonna make a trip up there tomorrow for the weekend. My daughter and son-in-law and four of my grandkids live there still. Well, they they moved moved there after they got married, but um, Anyway, it's, you know, I, I, I'm i an advocate. You know, we told people when we did it, most people thought we were crazy. And when we did it, we said, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a midlife crisis for us both. We just both happened to have it at the same time. And, um, you know, we were both excited about the move and knew that it was taking a risk. But we always thought, you know, if it doesn't work out, we don't like it. We're young enough that we can move back or move somewhere else and, you know, get different jobs and and buy another house and, you know, it just when you're in your 30s I think everything is possible and I think you guys are at the right age to do it and I think you should. I think it sounds really fun and I'm excited for you, but again you know, you need to be on the same page so Stephanie just wait until Cliff is on the same page (laughs) because It'll happen. Um, He'll be ready for it. You just know when it's time to make that move. So Um, anyway, love the show and uh, enjoy listening to your journey. Thanks. Bye. All
0: right. Thank you so much, Pam, for your audio feedback. And before I comment on what Pam had to say, Uh, I'd like to read the first part of Anita, our friend, Anita Burnham. uh, She sent an email and I actually broke it into two different parts because it actually covers kind of two different subjects. So you'll see in the show notes, Stephanie, you'll see part one of Mm -hmm. Anita's emails. Go ahead and read that for us.
4: Okay, Hey, guys, just listening to episode 110 and have two things. Um, One, I am... The ultimate planner, and I had no idea what to expect when moving to South Africa, and I had a lot of anxiety before we came, but I jumped into this adventure with both feet and do not regret it one bit. The things we've experienced while we've been here have been amazing, and I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. Take a leap of faith. You might be surprised.
0: All right, so there you go. Now, I want to say that Stephanie and I did have a great conversation. We went away for the weekend, had a great weekend down in tennessee on really the, at the lake house uh lots of fun there and uh one of the things that we had as a conversation on the way back was this talking about moving in and and what you know what is my hesitation and stuff like that and and there's a lot of it there, there's a lot of things talking about where you know we call home right and and even in pam's message she, she talks about the fact that you know all of a sudden, you know, her what her kids consider home is the island, even though that's not where she lives now. It's like,
4: had it, you listened to that before no, we had the talk? No, because it's in, so funny because it's exactly what we were talking about is that, you know, we both grew up here. This is home to us. You know, this little part of Kentucky, this is home. And um, it would be weird to move to a place where it is home to our kids but doesn't really feel like home to us. That's right. You know, and, and the thing that I told you is that if we don't do it in like the next two or three years, the older two will be to, this will be their home. You know, um, this will be where they remember the, the, this early part of life, you know, this will be what they consider home. Um, it, the new place would only be home to McKenna. Right. And, um, so it's just, it's it's really weird to step out of that. And, you know, it's funny because we're driving, it's a six hour drive from the lake house in Tennessee to our house here. And you're pointing out like random empty fields. How about there? How about there? How about there? But you have like these insanely high standards. Like you want you want city water, which I'm like, <laughs> um, hello, in the middle of nowhere is not going to happen. Anyone high speed internet access? And again, in the middle of nowhere, n- not going to happen. And um, and so the the drive home was like that one dark day a month for me where nothing looks positive and. <laughs> So it was fun to have this conversation on that day where I'm just like, and I told you, I don't think we're ever going to leave. I I don't think we're ever going to leave. I think that we will stay here our entire lives because number one, I think we'll be in this house forever. Now this is what I was feeling on that day, on on that dark day. Uh, We'll be in this house forever because we'll never agree on another house. Um, And I, I don't think we really agreed on, on this house I think that we just needed something and so we went for it. Okay. But, um, I don't think we'll ever agree on another house. I don't think we'll ever agree on another area. And so we'll just live here forever. Like that's what I was saying to you.
0: Yep. That's exactly her words. (laughs) Pretty much. But again, that was your mental state of mind. Right. That was, that
4: was my mental state of mind. Um, and,
0: and women would understand what you're talking about there.
4: uh, They would. Um, Men who've but, been married for a long time might understand too. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, being removed from that particular mindset, what are your feelings today about it?
4: Um, do you know what I think that? I think that with a lot of talk and a lot of communication, we can come to an agreement. Whether that agreement be that we stay here, and um, you know, it's just no matter where we go it doesn't matter where we go we have a lot of of we're very different and we want very different things in a house and so to even agree on a house is going to be a major see i that for me a major thing for the, us
0: the house itself is not an issue at all in my mind that that's not true because that's
4: not true that is not true because i have walked you through many many houses that you pick apart
0: I do pick them apart. You asked me how I feel about them. And you okay, me, that
4: so... That doesn't think, mean I wouldn't You don't move think there. that we're actually shopping for a house? You wouldn't pick it apart?
0: I would pick it apart, if but... If I asked
4: you how you felt? But, you know, the thing is, just because I picked apart... But here are apart, the places that I said are acceptable. I will move to Tennessee. All right. I would move to either of the Carolinas. Okay. Well, I just have a fascination, That that's all. Um, Georgia. Okay. Um... I've never I told I even told you this. I've never pictured myself living in Mississippi, Alabama or Louisiana. Not that there are anything wrong with those three areas. I've just never yeah. I, I just never considered it. Um, I don't want to go too far west and I don't want to go north because they get more snow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so those are you know, I, I'm we're, we're working on it.
0: Well, you know, Pam's call comes in and it gets me thinking about islands. We're not
4: moving to an island. I've had enough. No, I've spent enough of the last six years on an island. And (laughs) running from from (laughs) bullshit and monsters and and freaking freaking polar bears. bears. Exactly. (laughs) 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 Not Uh, moving to an island. Um, That was
0: good stuff right there.
4: That was funny. All right. So, but I, I think that we're seriously
0: Barbados would be awesome.
4: Okay, you can move to Barbados, All right. because if you move to Barbados, we could afford to live separately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the so, island will choose you. Yes, yeah,
4: <laughs> But, um, no, so we're still talking about it. it it's still, it's still a
0: conversation. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and, I mean and don't, we are on different pages.
4: We are on, I don't even think we're in the same book.
0: But you know what? The thing is, this is how, this is how big decision, I mean, g- Okay. Here's the situation. I never dreamed in a million years I would ever leave my career in insurance mm-hmm. and do podcasting full time. I mean, I sh- was it a pipe dream at one point in time? Absolutely. I, and I remember saying things like, man, it sure would be nice to do this full time, you know, and, and, and it's just never thinking for a second that it would be a real, real thing, uh, that it would ever come to life. But it, you know, the the talking about it, we had serious discussions about it and what the possibilities were what i went back and forth on whether or not it's like what what Well that? no
4: no okay i'm not saying that that you're not right we did have long discussions about it but once i made the decision i never wavered
0: you did not
4: I, I never went back and forth. That was you. Right. I have made the decision to move. Right. And now I'm letting you weigh it back and forth.
0: And that's the and that is the history of us with the big decisions. I'm I feel like when these decisions I feel like there's a lot more weight of the responsibility of whatever the risks associated right. with that decision are. Right. I, I So so for me. It it is it is a big thing. And and I do waver. I do go back and forth.
4: And once I told you to quit your job and go for it, I never wavered. You did. I I was I was solid. That doesn't mean that I didn't freak out once in a while. Yeah, because I did. But um, but I stood by my decision and I stood by you while you were making yours. And
0: and here's the situation, though. I mean, with with that decision, that one of the thing one of the things that's leading us to the thoughts of this conversation is just how amazing stepping out in faith and doing something like this was. Now, over time, I will I, you know looking back and even through the process, I recognized that that was clearly something I felt God called me to do. Right. All right. So so th- in my mind, there was no question. No question, as of the decision, when when it came down to it, b- by the time January 1st, 2008 came along for me to actually start and launch this business as my full-time career, at that point, there was no question in my mind whatsoever that this is what God called me to do and what I was supposed... It was the decision God had planned for me to take at that point in my life. All right? Now, the thing is, is this decision, you know, to move... Is this a God decision or is this a, a, an us decision? Is this right. something that you know? Are we just wanting to move just because we want change? You know what are the motivating factors here? These are some of my thoughts. You know, and if we do move, what are the what are the risks of moving? Uh, which I don't think there are a whole lot of risks. I mean, there are certainly some things. I mean, you you figure ties the family. Gosh, I'm thinking about childcare. You know, mom and dad keeping the kids and stuff like that all the time for a date. Well, of course, we don't go as many date nights as we. Uh, should but now that Lost is over and we're not podcasting twice a night, twice a week, twice at a night. night, twice a week at night. <laughs> it felt um, like that sometimes. Desperate Housewife, we're not back. So yeah. I mean, we, we've got some more free time.
4: Housewives will be back in the fall, but
0: yeah. yeah but here's the deal: is that you know, the, mom and dad are around to you know, both your parents and my parents are around to help with childcare. Mm. Um, the whole idea of well, the big question in my mind now is is this this does become a faith issue for me? All right. And let me explain that um, for not enough. This isn't a faith issue. As, is God calling us to move and do something different and step out in faith? Because I, I don't even think so at this point. But it becomes a faith issue for me because of the question. Where is my home? Right. You know, it's not here. What w- w- my home is not northern Kentucky. My home is the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Right. I, I mean, God is is the provider. God is the and, and if God call if if we move somewhere else I mean God's gonna be there right mm-hmm. and it's that whole so- song by Angela Harris are you familiar Roots with- yes yeah. let me play that for that's just that's funny because I
4: was thinking of Carrie Underwood um, this is my temporary home
0: right
1: yeah
0: the- Go I'm gonna dedicate this song to my good friend Troy Price who's in the chat room who loves bre- bluegrass music so much uh, <laughs> but I'm just gonna play a little bit of this right here listen to this
2: There. Is That small town. I was scraping off the bottom. Miles stretched my arms, nowhere to stretch my mind. When I faced that reality, I had to ask myself, Do you think roots can? When I find
0: if you don't like Blue Granite's music this, the words to this Fear song will never guide me That's right
4: When I wake in-
2: Song.
0: You know, and it reminds me, you know, it's a song like this that really does help me to understand that roots can grow anywhere. You know,
4: I was told something, um, it was before, it was after we were married, but before I was a mom, that you can only give your kids two things, truly two things in life, and that are roots and wings. And, you know, I think that think that we're doing a a decent job of giving our kids roots right you know um everything we have every connection you know um family friends is here but if i can't demonstrate for them wings how can i expect them to really understand what that means right you know what i mean i do you know um yeah so and
0: by the way folks that that song is roots can grow it's actually called called roots And it is by Angela Harris. That's A-N-G-E-L-A-H-A-R-R-I-S. And if you go to Angela Harris... Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find her website. Angela Harris. And I'm going to type in music. Uh, okay. Um, you can go to MySpace.com slash Angela Harris, and you'll find her there. Uh, but... Yeah, because I don't see her regular sight. But anyway, she's she's great. It's it's kind of like an acoustic country folk kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like her of, sound. Yeah. I do.
4: Um, but yeah. you know, it's so so we're we were having this conversation on the way back, and the funny thing is, is <laughs> we're driving now. You had started to get really tired, and so I drove the last hour of the trip. Right, and. As soon as we crossed into our county line, we both sighed a sigh of relief. Yep. And I was like, but we're home now. So, and which took us back to the whole conversation. But I was thinking that if we move somewhere, Mm -hmm. we're going to have that same feeling when we cross the county line.
0: So that we're home now. Yeah. Right.
4: I think... And, and another thing that I think would be fantastic for the Ravenscrafts in moving is family identity right you you talk so much about family identity and how we need to you know invest in that but I think that these distractions that we have here right now um and', I, and not that they're all bad I'm, I'm not calling our family a distraction you know I'm calling them distractions that keep us away from focusing in but I'm not wanting people to think that I'm thinking of them negatively. Um, But I think that a move would really help us to to bond together. And
0: it would force us to. It would force
4: us to look in instead of out. As we walk together to look out and to find new friends and, you know. But it it does mean a lot to, to pick up and move. But I will tell you, I have made my decision. And. And I told you that in the car. I have made my decision. And whether that means we, you know, build and move and, and stay in this county or we move to Tennessee or South Carolina or Georgia or, you know, wherever it may be, I've made my decision that that we are we are going somewhere. Right. I still know where. Well I'm just waiting for you to catch up.
0: I'm and I'm waiting for me to catch up too. And and I'm looking forward to uh, coming to a decision, of course, I, I, I don't have a time and a date set in my mind when that decision will be made. I don't see us. And living... you know,
4: Megan is almost big enough to babysit McKenna.
0: Yeah, I know. Like,
4: so I know. child care. You, you can't stand on that crutch for much longer. I know. I know.
0: <laughs> so anyway,
4: not overnight, but for date nights and stuff.
0: All right. And J- Jonathan, of course, he's twisting my arm over there. He's like, so what's the next step? Exploration? <laughs> Uh,
4: we've talked about that. We've talked about taking some trips over the summer to explore places. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So I don't know. I mean, again, I I have a lot more thinking to do on, Mm -hmm. on the subject and stuff like that, but, uh, it's something that's still coming up in conversations here. You know, it's definitely not, it's definitely not what we had originally thought, which is, you know, moving around the world. Right. Um, uh, but then again, like I said, Pam's got me thinking about this island situation. I'm not
4: going to live. There's on There's a lot island. of
0: islands with some really good high speed internet. I'm not access. saying
4: there aren't. I just have issues with water, and so I'm thinking that an island would not be the best place for Roots me. Roots
0: can grow anywhere.
4: I'm not saying that they can. Yeah. I'm. Just,
0: you know, well, the United States is a big island. It's surrounded by and water And I live on in the middle sides. of
4: it. I live
0: <laughs> in the middle. Uh, Do you anyway. notice that
4: I'm not surrounded by water on any one side?
0: All right, all right. So, so I don't even
4: live in a high flood area.
0: <laughs> you know, Emma asked a question a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago in our in our show. She said a big.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel what? says some roots can even grow in water. Exactly. No, <laughs> not mine.
0: We can be a hydroponic family. <laughs> nice. So, hey, Stephanie. Yes. Two weeks ago, I think it was that Ema, Ema, Emma, Emma, Emma. Send us an email. Yes. Uh, try saying that five times real fast or even once. Well, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Emma's email asked another question that I think is a good topic here. She says, how do you distinguish whether uh, something that you want is from you or whether it, you know, whether or not it's from God?
4: It's kind or, of what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Or
0: whether or not it's from your heart or your mind or your flesh. Uh, so how do you determine what's something that you want or something that God wants for you, whether it's God God-driven, um, and and something that God has placed on your heart uh, for you to go after, and you know I, that's a difficult topic for me to cover, because I don't think I can give you a definitive. This is how you know.
4: Well, I think that there, I think that there are outlines in Scripture for what we are called to do. Right, and um. <laughs> I could open up a, a whole I mean people could totally disagree with me.
0: Well, we'll have a disagreement call coming up next. So stand by for that.
4: <laughs> Which I had to pre-listen to. So Cliff made me pre-listen to that.
0: Well, I wanted to make sure that when you heard it, you had had time to process it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, okay.
4: So, but I think that there are outlines in scripture that we are called to do. Yeah. Um the end of Ma- Matthew 28 lays out right is it's Matthew 28 right yeah go therefore right, and, make, and disciples make disciples of all yes. nations and um and i think that if that is our that is our goal in life that uh-huh. is is our purpose in life the rest of it just kind of falls into place but like with something as major as as quitting your job and starting from scratch there had to be some serious digging deep inside yourself and finding if, you know, is this just what I want? Because you, you, we refer to this all the time as our calling. God mm. has called us to this. Right. Um, But it really took a lot of soul searching to find that, that separation between flesh and, and God driven. Right. Am I making any sense uh, at you're all? You're making okay. perfect sense okay. so far. Because there was a time in our life where we were, um you were pastor over the small groups, um, our head pastor w- was leaving, and we thought—and I will say—we we thought that um, it was your calling to step up and and take over for him. But after much prayer and conversation and talking about it, it wasn't. Right. It, it was our desire to, to for you to take that part and not God's grand design for our for our life. Right. Um. I, I think that many times in your Pursuing a balanced life, I'm gonna guess that that's where you talk about it. At. But um, you've talked about your your advisors, your your group of of people. Most of them are men, right? Yep. Okay. They are. All They're men. all men except for me, right? Yep. Um, that you go to, who can offer you outside of the outside of the circumstance, advice, and and so and I think that it's important to have to have a group of people that you trust that you can talk to about these things and run them off of. And then really it's just a matter of, of searching your soul and, and truly praying about it. And And I think that any major decision needs a good amount of thinking and, and pondering and dwelling on before you can really decide whether it's God driven or flesh driven.
0: Right and just be so, and i just want to say this that just because a decision is not god driven doesn't necessarily mean
4: it's a bad decision it's a bad
0: decision you can there 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 are there are certainly things i believe that god uh, boy, some people are really going to get. I a, know. It's, yeah. it's tough, I'm know i going to say God could care less what you decide to do in that area. But man, I, I, that one, boy, I tell you, <laughs> right, we're running some right. risk there. And and I hope you get my heart and my meaning. Because that's I,
4: exactly what I was thinking. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: I had a friend of mine who who worked at the airport here and he had worked there for many years and they were doing away with his position. And um, so basically what happened was he was offered the same type of position <clears throat> in a different state and the, you know, he had a similar situation. You know, this is the whole thing where that both of their families were here. Right. And nobody they knew was in this other place, but there was a job there. Okay. And so he says, Cliff, will you help pray for, you know, pray with me to discern what's God's will for me. You know, does God want me to move down here or does God want me to be here? And, and I sit there, I said, I'll, I'll pray for discernment for sure. And I'll, I'll pray that God will help you have peace with the decision that you make. But I'd like to suggest something to you to consider. I said, now I am not the end all be all, you know, of all scriptural knowledge or anything like this. So take this for what you, for, for what it will, and also run this by as many other people as you want. But I don't think that God has a will for you to either stay here or to move. I think God would be fine with you with whichever decision you make because here's what God's will is. and we all oftentimes we ask it's like, oh man, what's God's will for my life? what's it's like there's no reason to ask that if you would just open up the Bible and read because God's will for you is to honor your mother and father. Uh, God's will for you is to not covet, steal or murder, uh, God's will for you is to not gossip. God's will for you is to raise your children uh, to be respectful. And and God's decision for you is to, to work with your hands and be quiet and do things that, you know, that that provide productivity in this world. God's desire for us is to encourage and and to sometimes admonish one another. God's, des- I mean, God's word, I mean, there are so many commands in the Bible. You should do this. You should do that. You should do this. As long as you can be the husband and the father and the you know the the friend and the family member and the 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 everything else that God wants you to be, you can do most of that stuff whether you live in northern Kentucky or whether you live in Atlanta, Georgia. It doesn't matter which of those two places that you live at for you to do for you to do what God desires for you or for right. what God's will in your right. life is. God's will for your for for me is to be the uh, to be a good husband, to be a good father, to provide education for my children, to raise moral, uh, morally responsible adults. God's responsibility for me, God's desire for me is to provide for my family, and I. And here's the situation, and and so it's like, well, wait a second, Cliff. That does that jive because you just said earlier in this podcast that God's will for you, you don't question it at all whether or not it was God's will for you or God calling you to leave your career and insurance and pursue this career full time. And you're absolutely right. But let me explain to you how it kind of fits in. I don't think God has called me to podcast. Right. All right. I don't believe God has called me to podcast. God has called me to be a husband, to be a father and, and he's also called me to be a minister, all right? This is something that doesn't come out in a lot of our podcasts, but I used to be a pastor. And I felt in 1996, I felt a clear calling on my life. God wants me to minister, to share the good news of of the things that God lays on my heart with with lots of other people. And to do that through an, an avenue of ministry and, and serving others. And when I look at all the gifts and all the talents and all the things that God wants me to do, it became clear to me that it would be a more wise decision for me to do that through podcasting than through selling insurance. And it became clear to me that selling insurance was a hindrance to doing the things that God was calling me to do. I was placed in in certain situations through my career in insurance that were that actually stood in the way, became roadblocks of me doing the things that I knew God wanted me to do. And where God wanted me to focus my attention and stuff like that. And so that it became clear to me that leaving my career venture in insurance and pursuing a life of ministry full-time was was the the clear and evident thing and i found that podcasting was a was an available option or uh an an opportunity for me to pursue it was it was one of the roads that were before it was one of the paths in front of me now the thing is is could i be a teacher could i be at a could i be a staff pastor there are a lot of other things that i could do that i believe that would have also been great alternatives to a life in insurance but when it came to me, it's, it's like, let me look at my opportunities here and let me look at my passions and let me look where God has gifted me and and the opportunities he's brought my way. It just seems evident that this is the best, most effective path for me to achieve all the things that I feel are my purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And and so those when all of those things and then, of course, Stephanie, I, I think you couldn't have said it better Uh, Than the fact that you you run this by lots of people. Of course, obviously, you want to make sure that nothing that you're thinking goes opposed to what God's will for you is, as outlined in scripture. So hopefully, nothing in your decision would say, well, you know, obviously that's not scriptural. I don't think God's going to ever call me to be, you know, the owner of an adult entertainment, you know, (laughs) content network or whatever. So, I mean, obviously, stuff like that. But if the other thing is, is you it's proverbs 31 10 and 11 is it or actually no that one's, no, that, the, one's that one's mine. my wife okay anyway proverbs 15 22 it says plans fail for lack of counsel but with many advisors um, they succeed and so you 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 set forth you these plans and you share them with lots of people and specifically share these pe- with people you trust that give you discernment and wisdom and guidance right and that's another key critical element into finding out whether or not this is something that might be from God or this maybe just be a, a a desire that you have. And again, you know the, the the decision to move, I don't think I don't feel any inclination one way or another that this is something that God is calling us to do, to uproot our family and to move somewhere else. I don't feel that at all at this point in time, but I certainly felt it was a God thing for me to leave my career in insurance and i felt that it it was absolutely evident as evident can be as as it can be that podcasting was the avenue that was the most relevant choice for me mm-hmm. to do and to pursue even though it would if you think about it from from a humanly perspective i was the craziest and the most stupidest and the most high stupidest? risk, the most stupid, the most <laughs> stupid and the most high risk thing I've ever done in my life. Nobody had a track record of doing what I do. I mean, in in the field that I was going into, and it's just like you don't make money doing this stuff. Nobody wants to pay for podcasts. That's silly. That's crazy talk.
4: I beg to differ.
0: And so do I. And so do all three hundred and eighty-one other people who pay for. Our content and so would eighty seven what eighty
4: one? Three hundred
0: and eighty one. Or no, three hundred and eighty-seven. Is that what it is? No, it's three eighty one or three eighty-two. I don't know. Anyway, we just added a bunch of plus members yesterday. A ton of them. Um so eighty two. And so would Mardell.com, who sponsors this show. So would Contemporary VA, who who sponsors the Virtual Assistant podcast, and and all kinds of other people. So anyway. I hope that helps answer the question. I th- I think uh, I think you have to number 1 make sure it's not against anything that we know is the known will of God for our lives. And number 2, we have to search ourselves in our hearts and and we have to look for our God-given gifts, talents and purpose in life. And once you have a clear understanding of that, and see the thing is, podcasting isn't the only option for me. It's just the one that I feel is the best option. Right. You know, I, 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 can, I know that God has called me to entertain people. I know that God's called me to teach people, to educate. I know God's given me the gift of encouragement, and I know that God has called me to inspire others with the things that he's laid on my heart. And I can, I can entertain, educate, encourage, and inspire people in lots of different ways and in lots of different career paths. Insurance not being the best of those, right? <laughs> being actually insurance being pretty low yeah, on insurance the
4: list doesn't really encourage inspire. But I mean, it it, it actually. I mean, I, I did fulfill some of that you did in that career, no, I, I,
0: but it was limited.
4: I was more thinking of you know Especially the environment and the, the con uh, the, the the context the, the context that that you were working in.
0: It was yeah, it, it was very difficult for me to do that.
4: And some of the clients, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but. <laughs> But here's the deal. There's there are a lot of other options that I could have chosen that I could still choose. But I am I'm here in podcasting right now, and I'm loving where we are, and we're thankful that you are here with us. Absolutely. All right. So Stephanie, are we ready for somebody who disagrees with us?
4: <laughs> no, never. All right. Sure. Bring her on. All
0: right. Bring her on. Bring her on. All right. This comes from who happens to be a I'm college just kidding. student. All <laughs> I'm right. Just playing into it. Here we go. Hey
3: guys, this is. Uh, this is for family from the heart. Um, i was just calling to give feedback for the previous episode about um, education. Um, I'm a college student, and I also have plans, just like Stephanie did, about to, you know, my passion in life is to stay at home and be a wife and a mother. However, I believe both of you are looking at education in the incorrect way, um, and I don't put either of you at fault because it's. To your life experiences. However, for your children, there are a few things that I'm thinking into consideration by enough. making education, and I plan on going and getting a master's in teaching a priority for me. Um, I know, Cliff, you take pride that you're able to pursue your passion in life. However, you also did have insurance to fall back on if it didn't work. And, um, you know, it's terrible to think about, but what if, Stephanie, what if, cliff passed away you know without a degree you'd be stuck in a, in a trivial in a trivial job just to make money but with that degree even though you you may not be using it now if it was necessary in the future you know you'd have it in case and I think that's an important value to instill even in the girls is you know husband isn't guaranteed so you have to look out for yourself and, and I believe your fat passion if I decide that using my degree isn't my passion and I at 22, 23 would still be able to pursue it just as easily as I would right now and yet I would still have something to fall back on just in case um uh, not all of us are as lucky as to make sure to have a stable husband and a stable family and have something a business in the family to fall back on and I think that's an important important distinction to make between your family and others is that guys may not have found it necessary, but in circumstances it is, and you know, I agree with everything you guys say on all of your podcasts, but this one I, as a college student who finds it very important and has made it a priority throughout her entire life, I was instilled to realize that I need this in case something terrible happened, or, you know, it's my goal to be a mother, however, I, I also plan on working, and I plan on stabilizing myself before children, and if necessary, something terrible would happen, I would I would have something to fall back on, and I believe that education is intrinsically valuable. Whether or not you decide to homeschool your children or not, having an education gives you the upper hand. Um, all right, that's all. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. All
0: right. Thank you so much for calling in, even though you don't agree with us, and I'm going to I tell you right now that both Stephanie and I respectfully disagree with with majority, a majority of of your feedback. Um, And 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 I am going to try to to come away in such a way that we say the first the first thing that I disagree with is is the first statement that you made made. Um, You said that you feel like we're both looking at this in an incorrect way when we think of higher education. And you said, it's not our fault. It's just our life experience. Um, I, I one of the things that I've learned, and, and trust me, I, I do this a lot in my own life is when somebody disagrees with me, I oftentimes, uh, you know, used to think a lot that the way that somebody else who saw it differently than the way that I see things is an incorrect way to see things. Um, so first and foremost. I don't want. I, I completely disagree that we're looking at college in an incorrect way. We're looking at it at a in a different way than you are, and I believe that our perspective on higher education is just as valid. And I want to tell you that your perspective on higher education and college education is just as valid as mine. And I don't want to. I'm not going to tell you that I. I think that you're looking at education in an incorrect way. You're looking at it from your perspective and and you, you know what every way that we look at every opportunity in life is all based upon our life experience. So
4: Absolutely because she even said in her email that it was instilled in her, which yes. means it was passed down to her from her parents. Exactly. And so it's not a f- decision that is fully of her own.
0: Right. And so the other thing here is she says that her passion in life is to be a stay at home mom and to be a mother uh, and to, to be stay a, to at be, home
4: and be a wife. And mother. I, that's what yeah. to
0: stay at home and be a wife and a mother. And so that's her passion. And you know what? She's she's going to college in spite of the fact that that is her passion. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Nor do I. In fact, um, Troy in our chat room while he was listening to this message Uh, has a lot of things, you know, as she was talking about the getting the job aspect of everything, he said in the chat room, but that only assumes that college's purpose is to train you for a job rather than for personal development. And I want to say that I, I think one of the purposes of college is to train you for a job, but it's certainly... Uh, it, it 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 is eclipsed by the the personal development. I believe that education is intrinsically important. I mean, I completely agree with you there. And I don't think that anybody who has ever gone to college and has not used their degree for whatever they went to get a degree for. I don't think any of those people have ever wasted their money education, whether it be in college or anywhere else through life experience or what have you, education is always valuable. The more we learn, the more we know, the more value. The more you
4: grow. Now you sound like a commercial. Exactly.
0: (laughs) But so so I so education is extremely important. and, And if you go to college, I think whether you use that degree or not ever is besides the point. The question is, though, is you know is it right for everyone does everybody have to go to college and that's what we were making the point about i don't believe that everybody has to go to college i believe that there are some people who it would be better suited for them to go and get life experience and personal develop development and an education in a completely different avenue um such as becoming a world traveler or trying to make it on your own in in another country, or to, to do something, you know, or to become a an artisan, or um, not an artisan, but to become a uh, what do they call that? Somebody that that no studies underneath somebody else. Um,
4: apprentice.
0: Apprentice. To become an apprentice in a in a certain area. So there are a couple things here. It's she said that uh, there are a few considerations as to why making an education, uh, uh, as far as why she's getting a master's and going for teaching. And that's great. Those are all worthy, great reasons to go to college. Um, now, the other thing is, is that she brought up is that I have, I still have my job and my career in insurance to fall back on. No. All right.
4: No, I, I just, I, I have to, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to sound rude, but um, if she's listened to us for any amount of time, which it sounds like she has, uh-huh. she would have heard that this was never an option. You would have worked at McDonald's. You would have delivered pizzas. You would have done anything but gone back to insurance.
0: But I will, I will have to side with on this in that to say that my dad did tell me that if you ever want to come back, as long as I still own the agency, okay, you do still have a job. So yes,
4: your dad said that. But what I'm saying is that was never an option for you. So you can agree with, but I remember what it was like. Yeah. In I lived here with you. For those 11 years. But if there was... They were not all bad.
0: If there was another Great Depression and there was no job to be found (laughs) anywhere... If there was another
4: Great Depression, there wouldn't be a job in insurance. Well... (laughs) Sorry to bust your bubble.
0: There there could or could not be. I I don't know. But I I still agree with her. But here's the the point that I want to make about my job in insurance. All right? Uh, Absolutely zero degree. No college required to become an insurance agent. So, by the way, anybody who's listening to this... If you wanted to, you could go straight from high school and you can go to your state government and sign up for a, get this, a 40-hour class. A 40-hour class. Go take a 50-question, multiple-guess question-and-answer test and you will be licensed to sell insurance. That's what it takes, my friends, in the state of Kentucky To sell auto and home insurance. And if you want to sell life and health insurance. Guess what? All you do is go take another 40 hour class. That's one week of straight training. uh, And then go take another 50 question. Multiple guess. You know thing. And by the way on both of those. You only you can. uh, You can actually get a 70 percent.
4: And still get your license. And still
0: get your license. So um, that's all it takes. No college education at all is required for a career in insurance. So, um, so, th- and, and, and you know what? The, here's what I've learned as a result of all of this. There are so many things. Now that I'm an entrepreneur, and, and, I, and man, it's weird for me to even think of that. But now that I'm an entrepreneur, what I realize is that the whole mindset of college and you've got to get it, and this, is, this was instilled in me. You've got to get a degree to be able to have a chance to make it in the business world. That is, I'm going to have to say that that was such a lie that was told to me because now that I know what my gifts and my talents are podcasting, which you
4: didn't know until you were in your late twenties, right? Just saying
0: podcasting, this business that I have right now is just one of more than 50 or a hundred businesses that I could actually do and launch and, and run on my own without a college education. Um, i'd like to think of people like steve jobs you know uh by the way his company which is 100 completely debt-free has more cash of it or uh, more value in stock than microsoft all right steve jobs dropped out of college bill gates one of the richest men in the world dropped out of college these are people who actually took their their
4: gifts and talents, gifts
0: and, talents and created businesses that <clears throat> became very successful so college isn't the only solution for f- becoming successful financially and to to launching a business and when I think about our our nation our American heritage when people came over from you know from england and 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 settled in America there weren't colleges people, They were trained how to do tasks, how to do certain things. So you had people who were, you know, who made horseshoes for a living, people who were farmers, people who who made furniture. I mean, we all have, there are so many different things we can do in our lives. And, And college is one way, one avenue of gaining life experience and personal development, and it's not the only way. And so some of the other questions is whatever what if something ever happened to Cliff. It's and 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 this is it's this it, and and I hate to be so defensive of this and I apologize. I but when you say that Stephanie's going to be stuck working at a trivial job that is not completely accurate.
4: It's not. Um I'm I'm really trying to be quiet because I can't answer this email without being defensive. I feel like she's told me my entire life is wrong. No, I no, I can
0: get what you're telling. I'm telling you.
4: I feel like okay. you, you need to really hear those words. Um, it. it I'm st- I'm still a woman. It doesn't take that much to rock my. I mean, I may consider myself an independent, confident woman, but it, it doesn't take much to rock me. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um. Had I just listened to the email and not had your typed out notes staring me in the face, <laughs> I know I wouldn't have remembered everything she said. But I really feel like she's told me my entire life is wrong, and um, and so I, I'm trying to to I'm trying to step back and have perspective, right? Um, go ahead. You were gonna. All right. So answer I was gonna say that. as far what as
0: as far as as far as um, uh, you you'd be stuck in a trivial job if I died today. Stephanie within two weeks will have a check for five hundred thousand dollars delivered to her within 14 days. If I died right now, within 14 days, Stephanie would have $500,000 available to her immediately,
4: which would help me to, um, you know, we don't have debt.
0: We have zero debt. So that's minus our mortgage, you know,
4: minus the mortgage. So and the mortgage
0: would be paid off immediately and you'd still have, well, you would have, you know, Oh, just a little over $400,000 left.
4: And I'd, I would, I would, um, put money away for the kids to go to college if that was their choice.
0: Absolutely. So college would be taken care of. House and I paid would, for.
4: House is paid for. College is taken care of. And um.
0: And you'd probably talk to my dad and some other financial advisors. About
4: some investing and, you know, it's a, and then what is the matter with, you know, considering you know not a four-year degree but some kind of training that would help me get a better job not a trivial job as she says but um i i yeah
0: i mean there there are a lot of things you could do you could do
4: my sister just did eight weeks to become a phlebotomist now taking blood is not my um you know passion in life like it must be hers but um that there are plenty of other things out there that would help me get. I, I, I'm sorry, I cannot answer this email today. I
0: know. I know. I know. Uh, and, and I was. But anyway, so, so the thing is, is, is that we have life insurance in place. And again, none of that required the college education. To, and, you know, I wanted to be, to be I
4: wanted to be a teacher mm-hmm. like this. Is, that was what I wanted to do. And I am a teacher. Right. I am a teacher. I just have three students and not twenty seven
0: and Stephanie, how old are you right now
4: i'm thirty one
0: all right thirty one all right and so is it possible that if I were to die today all right and in two weeks you have um you have five hundred thousand uh, dollars the house is paid for you don't have to go out and get any job I could if you want if you don't want to, but let's just say a couple years from now the kids are getting older and and they're off to college and doing their own thing, living their life. Whatever they're doing, and you decide, you know what, I want to go and get a degree and I want to become a teacher. Is that, that is that out have, of your reach?
4: No, it's it's not. And um So I, I I feel like last week I didn't get to to share my my full views because I was talking about my life experience and how I had no regrets. That doesn't mean that I haven't at other times in my life thought about going to college. Mm-hmm. You know my kids aren't going to be home forever, and I know that. Right. I absolutely know that. And there there are two. I'm not reading the chat room.
0: There are two things I want you to read in the chat room. Okay.
4: Because right now I'm telling you I am.
0: Well, I. You you told
4: me a couple of weeks ago you love when I get passionate, but like right now I'm not even passionate. Um. Well, I am, but I'm emotional as well. Right. I. Sorry.
0: Well, here's Jonathan wrote, he said, Stephanie, when you mentioned that you're, you are a teacher and you're a teacher of the kids, he says, you're not actually considering the fact that you're also, he says, are you not considering the fact that you're, you're a teacher to your listeners?
4: No, I, I have. And, that, that, um, that, are, that and our listeners are I like, I guess students. that kind of hurts too, because I think that people just, this is you, you it's know, it's not that, just me. I, am okay. I think that people think that this is just you. Um, if something happened to you, I would get stuck. I'm not. My dad raised me to be a strong, independent woman. Because I got married at 18 and have been married ever since doesn't mean that I couldn't pick up from those tools that he gave me. And continue to be a strong, independent woman, right? Whether I'm married or not. Her email or her voicemail really rocked me, because I understand her what ifs, and and I get that. But I feel like, and what is she? Twenty?
0: I'm not sure. She's in her twenties, I would she,
4: say. She, she even referenced being twenty-two or twenty. You know. To, to do something to change so anyway I, I understand that you disagree with me mm-hmm. I understand that but your young words <laughs> have told me my entire life is wrong I will continue to podcast somewhere around here there are a hundred easy steps on how to post a podcast <laughs> yeah you know um I don't think that if anything happened to you, that I'm going to crawl in a hole and never come out. You put one foot in front of the other and you continue to go. You, I don't need a, a degree to fall back on because I stand up and I put one foot in front of the other and move forward to whatever my next path may be. Right. So far in my life, my path has not been to go to college and get a degree. Does that mean that won't be in the future? No and if you think that my words last week said that, I'm sorry because that wasn't my intention. I said I have no regrets that I haven't done it thus far. That doesn't mean I won't do it sometime. I have three people upstairs who I've heard several times screaming throughout this thing that are that are my students that are my that I have to give them the best tools and that I can for them to make the best life decisions that they can. And I don't need a degree to do that. Right. This and, and my life experience will tell you that I can only give you my opinion. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with making money. It has to do with the tools that it takes to be a responsible adult. I have those tools.
0: You have those tools.
4: I have those tools and they will lead me to make every decision from here on out for the rest of my life.
0: And you're going to continue to find you're going to continue to have new tools that will help you learn new things in life. And and it's not only these these tools, higher education in college is not the only place to get these tools. No, they're not. And the other idea of, of having this degree to fall back on, it is no guarantee of a job.
4: It's not. I, I, your sister has a fantastic degree in mass communications. She's an insurance agent. Yep. Who doesn't really care for her job, actually. <laughs> She hates her job. She, she hates her job. You know, um, just because you have something to fall back on... Doesn't mean that you're going to use that. I mean, if she left insurance, I don't think she'd be looking for a job in mass communications. No. You know, Um, and and I I only use her as an example because she's the example I have at hand. Right. And, um, you know, I just. It's not so much about an education in the form of an institution. It's about an education in life. Right. And you can get an education in life. Through many different avenues Absol- I've chosen mine I don't regret mine and I'm sorry that I let you rock mine
0: yeah okay i and, and my my only thing is that you know she has a valid perspective on higher education and and I'm totally for it as long as you understand why it is that you made the decision to go that route we're our only point is that it's not the only option and you don't need it to have as a as a something to fall back on there are so many other things and that's why I love Dan Miller uh, 48 days to the work you love no more Mondays these are books that radically uh, changed my perspective on the world as it relates to ways of generating income um, you know just just I could actually name probably five to ten books that if you actually read these five to ten books and had ongoing conversations for a couple weeks with individuals you could probably take the education from those books and have pretty much um, a, a good foundation of where to go in life. Of course, obviously you, you do get a lot of things in college. My, my big, I, I had a couple years in college and, and not a full, I don't have I I don't have a degree. And you know what? I never have plans to go back and get a degree in college. I, I have no, there is zero desire in my life uh, to go and get an, a degree in college. Um, but, what I can tell you is that I value the education that I got in college. I, every, every get this, some of the best education, the, the educational experiences that I had in college were in my theater classes. Cause I was a, I was a theater minor.
4: Your theater classes were fun.
0: I had a great Cliff time. Cliff used
4: to take me to college with him.
0: Yep. <laughs> it was show and tell. <laughs> uh, anyway,
4: you know, and, but, you, you said you value that. I do You value that. I value the education in life that I got by finding who I was. Right. You know, and.
0: Or by and getting credit cards, getting in debt, and then all of a sudden thinking, wow, I understand what it means to be borrower, right. slave to right. the lender. Right. And then the education of listening to somebody like Dave Ramsey getting a book and being inspired to think that, you know what, we could live life <gasps> without debt. I know. And the educational experience of life to give us the ability to go, you know, a couple years and take, you know, 80 some odd thousand dollars in debt and go all the way to zero debt minus our mortgage. Right. So. You know,
4: um, I, I don't know what the future holds for me, but I don't need a fallback plan because I will put one foot in front of the other and move forward, which is the whole point in life. Right. Maybe I just took offense to the fall back. I don't want to fall back. No, I want to move I know. forward. I know. Um, and, 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 by I, the way- and I don't mean to say take offense because I didn't take offense. I was rocked. But right. I really, her words to me the first time and the second time said that my entire life is wrong.
0: Right. And she did and not that intend that. And with that,
4: I disagree. I know. I know and, she didn't intend that. But-
0: and, and, and I know that you love us and we love you. And 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 know that. Please understand that. Uh, but but this is such a huge, huge.
4: Call back in eleven years when you have a little memoir. <laughs> Stephanie Ravenscraft.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, this is why I was afraid to bring up this. Right,
4: I know. No, I asked I mean,
0: you to listen to this before. It's I like, did.
4: I you did. said those but things you have before to, we do. This. You it's like, you ah. have to understand that. Um, I I. Here's here's the thing, and I don't mean that offensively. I thought I had all the answers then too.
2: hmm
4: And I don't I don't have all the answers now. I can only give you the in and, and I believe that's exactly what, what she did. She gave she gave a response based on her current life experience. Right. That's all I'm asking. That that's she gave response on her current life experience.
0: Right. Well, I I hope that you will understand our Cliff heart. hopes that
4: you will continue to listen. I do
0: i I, I do because i I really care As do for...
4: I'm not I'm not saying that I don't
0: right. yeah, but anyway, it's it, it, it's an intense topic is what they're saying in the chat room, even though the video and audio cut out for them just a few minutes ago. Uh so anyway, I, I, I tell you what things I had some you
4: beaten on the table. I had
0: some other things here. But uh, we'll move those on to next week. And I'll just say this. This this podcast episode is sponsored by Mardel.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Gosh, we're going to go an hour and 10 minutes in this show. Matter of fact, let me just go ahead and start. Uh, and I cried. I, you did I cry. I mean, you
4: can't get better than that. Cliff.
0: There you go. <laughs> this crying spell sponsored by. You know, seriously, though, we, we just want to say thank you for calling in and, and it's okay to disagree with us, it
4: is it is but, you know it's okay for her to have her own opinion just like it's okay for me to have mine
0: right but I, I i the only thing there are the only two things i disagree with is that number one i don't think that we're looking at it in an incorrect way we're looking at it a different, different way, way. Mm-hmm. uh and i don't think that it's it it's correct to assume that stephanie's gonna have to fall back on a meaningless job if in the event that something happens to me there are mm-hmm. other options and uh and and i wish you the best in your college Absolutely. education and Absolutely. i and and to, and soak it in take in everything and understand that it's not about getting a piece of paper it's about gaining life experience friendships and just learning how people work with one another mm-hmm. there's there's so much value there and and it is and it just keeps you in the mindset of of always learning i think i think that's the One thing that college can do for people is it gives them the understanding that, you know what, as we move forward, we continue to learn. And we want to thank Mardel.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Will you do us a favor, folks? Will you go to Mardel.com slash GSPN? Head over there. Check out the website. There are a list of products that we have featured that Stephanie and I truly believe in. You should check them out. Please use the promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. It gives you 10% off. And Stephanie, uh, one last thing. I'm going to start the music right now. Anyway, uh, we got our update from Mardell for May. Yeah,
4: I know. You told me. I'm so excited.
0: 89 orders. And this is a new record. Last month was 67 orders. or the uh, In April was 67 orders, which was a record. In May 2010, 89 orders placed using promo code GSPN. Thank you, folks. I can't tell you how much that means to us. And we love you. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, join Join the the community. community.